the Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus and Digestive Issues. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you're living with lupus. Maybe you don't have lupus, but would like to understand what your loved ones that have it go through. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I say welcome, and thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen. There never seems to be a dull moment living with lupus. The more I experience and read about it, the more I realize how it affects every part of your body. It can be disheartening because as much as we try to do things to reduce flares, lupus can still affect us. That doesn't mean we should just give up on trying to figure out how to live well with what we deal with. It means we should try our best to not let the struggles we deal with daily wear us down to the point that we don't even try to take care of ourselves anymore. I know that's easier said than done, but I'm here to encourage you to keep going while living with lupus. Today's topic about digestive issues came up because this is the latest thing that I seem to be dealing with. And actually, I've been dealing with it for a while, but finally went to my doctor about it about a month ago or maybe a little longer. I had heard about heartburn and acid reflux, but really didn't know what it was. Or if I had felt it, it wasn't that often. And the discomfort I felt after I ate was getting worse. It was getting to the point that I was afraid to eat anything because I didn't know if it would make me feel horrible after. If you remember, I did an episode on lupus and your appetite where I shared how my appetite was different. Now the balance of finding out what foods made me have acid reflux was the next step. The night before I went to the doctor about this, I had a very bad episode of acid reflux. It was around 11 p.m. and I was asleep, and I woke up startled and jumped out of the bed. And the reason was, the acid from my stomach had actually gone to my throat and reached my nasal cavities. And I know it sounds gross, but the pain I felt was the worst. It burned. I had never experienced anything like that before. And I was wondering, did that hurt something? I can't even describe the taste that I had in my mouth and then the burning sensation in my throat. And since it happened while I was sleeping and it startled me awake, my heart was beating really fast. And when I finally calmed down, I made a decision of going to call my doctor in the morning and make an appointment to talk to him about this. It was hard to sleep that night because I was afraid it would happen again. So I slept in a reclining chair that night. And I wish I wouldn't have waited until it got that bad before I thought, I've got to do something about this. Then I started reading articles about how lupus can affect your digestive system. Today, I'd like to share at least some of the basics of what I've learned about lupus and how it affects your digestive system. Did you know more than 50% of people with lupus experience some kind of digestive disorder? That's a pretty high percentage. And then more than likely, most of you listening are experiencing this also. What we eat and how our bodies digest what we eat contributes to the quality of life that we live. And one reason for the digestive issues could be the medications that you're taking, or it could be your body is experiencing a flare 
or you may not be able to tolerate certain foods anymore. Have you ever thought about what happens in your stomach when you eat something? Now, I'm one of those weird people that I have. I've watched videos on YouTube of what happens in your stomach when you eat, and it's kind of gross but fascinating at the same time. How does your body know what to take from what you eat to make your body work and what to get rid of? And what about the acid in your stomach? Think of how awesome the body is that your stomach acid works to break down the food that you're eating. Of course, the goal is to keep the acid in your stomach from, you know, like hurting you. It takes an average of 46 hours for the food that you eat to go through your mouth, process through your stomach, and then leave the waste, you know, as waste from your body. Now, your body may move faster or slower for that process. You may notice certain foods that you eat seem to exit your body just a little bit quicker than other foods. And one thing I notice is after I eat, I need to sit and relax for a little while. I don't do strenuous exercise, and I've tried that before and it didn't turn out well. So for me, it feels like my body is working processing that food that I just put in it. And to help reduce the acid attack, I just try to sit after eating my meals and relax while my food is beginning the process of breaking down what I just ate. Something else to think about to help with digestion is your emotions. According to kaleidoscopefightinglupus.org, our emotions can affect our digestion. And here is the explanation they give. Your digestive system runs on the work of your smooth muscles. And these aren't muscles that you can tell how to digest your food. The website says that you can influence them by what's called the autonomic nervous system. And this system is divided into the sympathetic system and the parasympathetic system. The sympathetic system is your fight or flight response. And the parasympathetic system is your rest and digest response. That's the one I like. So your emotional state and also the medications we take can affect how our digestive system works. And as I mentioned earlier, I've learned to sit and relax after I eat if I can. What does the esophagus have to do with digestion? I'm glad you asked. Your esophagus is the tube to get your food to your stomach. And inflammation of the esophagus can weaken the smooth muscle tissue that control the movement to your stomach. This can cause the acid in your stomach to back up into your esophagus. I can tell you this is not pleasant. If this is persistent, it's also known as GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. And if I understand it correctly, also commonly what we call acid reflux. This is caused by the weak sphincter, which is the muscle between your esophagus and your stomach, or weak contractions in your esophagus. To put it simply, your food is moving back up into your esophagus. Some of the side effects of GERD you might experience are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or even constipation. In my case, it was so bad I went to my doctor to discuss what I should take. I thought about just buying something over the counter, but with all the medications that I'm on, I remember hearing something in the news about some of the -the over-the-counter medications, and I just wanted to ask my doctor what he thought. Treatments involve antacids or proton pump inhibitors, also known as PPIs. And what these medications do is reduce the stomach acid. Other actions you could take to reduce acid reflux are stay away from certain foods. I already stay away from a lot of tomato-based foods. It's been a while since I've had chili or anything with spaghetti sauce. And spicy foods can make it worse. 
Even what you drink can affect acid reflux. Alcohol and sodas can make it worse. Even the clothes you wear could be causing acid reflux symptoms. If your clothes are tight, especially in the waist area around your stomach, it could hinder your digestion. I noticed this when I would wear certain types of pantyhose. So I stopped wearing those and it took care of some of the problems that I was having. It's one of those things you just have to notice when your symptoms seem worse and identify what you ate, drank, or what you wore that may have made it worse. I know, more work, but it's worth it when you get it figured out. It's worth working on the quality of life that you would like to have while living with lupus. Even though I've decided to reduce or cut out certain foods, I don't feel deprived. I don't look at it as, oh, here's another thing that I have to take out of my life. I look at it as, okay, these foods are not helping me feel the best. What foods can I eat that make me feel better and I enjoy them? Taking care of your lupus is taking care of your digestive health. It's more piece of the puzzle to figure out how to live with lupus, just one piece. So how about you? Are digestive issues something that you deal with? I'd like to know. You can email me, Gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can send me a message through the website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact button and send me a message that way. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash lupuslivingpodcast. And I ask that you please share the podcast with friends or family that you feel may help them if they live with lupus or help them to understand what you deal with. Today's quote that I'd like to leave you with is this. Today, do one little thing to take better care of yourself, then repeat tomorrow. The information on the Lupus Living Podcast is for informational purposes only. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before making any changes in your health and wellness routine.